Welcome to Conversations with Vegan Parents. This is a podcast where a group of vegan parents come together and chat about our experiences, share any resources, recommendations and support to other vegan parents. We are not qualified to give medical advice and health and nutrition advice, although we may have some special guests on sometimes to do this. We are parents offering ideas to other parents from our own experience and knowledge and can hopefully point you in the right direction to companies and websites that can give you that advice. Conversations with Vegan Parents. I'm Christy, I've been vegan for five years and I have a six-year-old daughter and I'm 30 weeks pregnant. Hello, I'm Helen, I've been vegan for about 15 years and I have a two-year-old. Brilliant, thank you. So we are here today, or we, I'm here today chatting with Helen because I wanted to talk about your website, Living With Warmth. So um, yeah, do you want to tell us a little bit about what it is on there? It's a guide for other vegan parents um, aiming to answer some of the questions I had when I became pregnant, which I found it hard to answer, and some of the things which I found it hard to buy. Um, As well as that, it also has a map of things for children to do in London, which includes things like art galleries and playgrounds and cafes. It's amazing. A map of places, vegan places to go on holiday. Well, yeah. and did you which, say I think before you said as well like restaurants is it that so I haven't had a proper yeah. good explore um I've only dipped my toe into it a few times but it's always been like if I've had a query it's like oh go go here and it's going to be answered um it's pretty good amazing and like you said yeah when you're a parent or pregnant having a young child there's so many things like is this product vegan can I get this or I want to get this where can I buy a vegan version of it I see it a lot all the time now the wrong thing a few times yeah yeah always it's so I I didn't know that things like nappy cream were not vegan until I bought the wrong one yeah exactly so you have how do you um yeah so yeah let's talk about the sections I guess It, it covers so much there So you've got a section that is like kind of baby related products, haven't you, that you can go in and it's got basically lists, links to where you can buy stuff. Yes, it's got things like nappy cream and nipple balm, um, sun cream, soap, um, all those sorts of bathroomy things. Yeah. Oh, and nappies, nappies which are not made of wool. Yes. Brilliant. So like reusable nappies or also are there some disposable oh. nappies that are not vegan? Like not sure about that actually. Yeah, they might the glue might not be. I hadn't thought of that. It's such a, a tricky world to to navigate, isn't it? If if they don't share it. Um, um well that's my next yeah, thought. your next investigation <laughs> to add on to it. Um so yeah, do, that's a that's a good thing to say. Like so are you personally doing all this research to find out whether these products are vegan have you just come across them um how do you what process do you go through to know that you're sharing just vegan products well when I started when I was pregnant I just went to my nearest shop on the high street and I the health food shop and I just presumed stuff in the health food shop would be good and then I realized it wasn't so now I look on lots of different websites and read the ingredients lists 
or look mm. for if they labeled it as vegan yeah because if they don't know it's vegan that it weren't on the high street if they don't label it as vegan it's really hard to know isn't it particularly with like um beauty products or bathroom products because none of the words are recognizable to know whether that's come from an animal or not are they yeah I learned that they don't always call beeswax beeswax and they don't always call sheep's wool sheep's wool. I didn't know those things before I made the website. No, it, is it, what do they call them? Do you know? Is it? Is that... Cera alba or Cera alba. I'm not sure if that's beeswax and lanolin is sheep's wool. Yes. And that's what um, I think is um, with nipple cream, isn't it? That they they have the the one that everyone gets or something, and they say, you know, get this, and it's like it's not vegan. Um, yeah. Thirty weeks pregnant, I have just bought. I don't know what I bought, but I have just bought a um, nipple balm, to, <clears throat> but not the uh, lanolin one um, in preparation. But it, it's so hard as well. Like you don't know what you need either. That it's quite good to go onto your site. Yeah and just see products and go oh yeah I might need one of them or I might need that thing um obviously don't necessarily need everything but um having it all in one place is quite good to then scroll through um I I remember in the it might have been the summer or the, the years kind of merged together but you were doing a um competition with some shoes I think weren't you that where you could so you've, oh, you've got yeah. lists of shoes yeah. and stuff as well haven't you um, which I yes. think is another challenge for parents is getting children's shoes that are vegan. Yeah, they're not always labelled. So I, I tried and um, I think I made some mistakes, but I've sorted it out now. Oh, OK, yeah. We're we're all the right ones now. We're not the all right perfect, are we? Shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. How so the website is living with warmth, yes? That, yeah, that's the address, livingwithwarmth.com. I use that because I already had the address. It's but now it's the title's Vegan Family Guide, which oh, is a okay, bit more Yeah, because um, yeah, Living With Warmth doesn't really say what it um, does, but I think it really does encompass the ethos of any vegan family, really, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah. Vegan Family Guide. And... Then you just go in and it's got the subheadings that people can just click on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to share? Like what other sections? Because they're the two main things that I've looked at is, is the products to buy rather than the guide of um, places to go. There's, there's a section about uh, eco-friendly sticker books because my, my child was really into stickers for a while or well, for many months actually. And I realised that sticker books weren't recyclable. So then I thought, oh, I should find out if there are any that are. So and are there? Well, I, I have not, yeah, I've not yeah, even thought are. about this. Yeah. Apparently a lot of stickers are plasticky, but you can get cardboardy ones as well. Or you could get reusable ones. Amazing. Of varying quality. Um, yeah. But someone told me if you wash them, then they work better. Or you could get magnets, which are more reusable as well. Yes, yes, it is. Stickers are a, um, a novelty, aren't they? And they, they're often children do like to, to have a sticker for anything. And also, even when you're out and about, people use stickers, don't they, quite a lot um, for any children's events or 
uh, going to the dentist have a sticker. We've um, been doing children's thing at the library where you get stickers for talking about your book. Ah, uh, yeah. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I did. There's a page about art materials as uh, well. Yes. Which have beeswax in them. It's amazing. Um, That's just such a like. Um, you just open your eyes up every time you turn a corner, don't you? About more products that are not vegan, <laughs> and you just don't even think about it. Like I remember probably a couple of years ago that paint is not vegan, not like just household paint, but you know children's poster paints that you want to kind of just your children go through so much, and it's actually such a a challenge now for me to um, find paint. And you find I, I found a brand one like Tesco's own brand. I can't remember, Go Create, I think it was. And now they don't sell it. And it's like, that was vegan. And it was like just in the high street, but then obviously it's in the plastic bottles. So you've got the extra element of um, reusability, recyclable, um, but at least it was vegan, but then they don't sell it now. And then, so then it's like looking for another alternative where it's just simple that you can just like squeeze some in to a tub. Like I've got the earth paints from um, Conscious Craft, but it's powder and then you've got to mix it and then they stink if you leave them for too long in the in the jar and yeah. so it's like this and then yeah. they can be quite watery as well the it's not like the thickness um we yeah play-doh one thing i would say is like don't beat yourself up about it. it's not straightforward no it's, it's not but then it's like when best. when so i always feel like when you know something's not vegan so don't worry about the stuff you don't know don't think about too much at once but then if you go oh I've discovered paint's not vegan I now find it very hard to ignore that fact and go like you know we've got no paint on the shelf we're running out Lana really wants to do painting and I'm like no but I'm still trying to find the paint or like order it or search like also cost comes into it that you know this paint's just going to be like mixed and mixed and then thrown around and stuff that you don't want to spend loads of money on it but then yeah, because you already know, you're like, I can't go back. But then the stuff you don't know, you're like, okay, I'm just still buying this as usual. And then I guess once you've found out one product isn't, then you move on to the next. And yeah, it just keeps going, doesn't it? And you just think, why? Why have you put an animal, pro uh, part of an animal in it? It's often something icky isn't it yeah as well like even a non-vegan wouldn't want it like so, so um i have found some acrylic paints because i i do some painting sometimes that are vegan which took me a long time to to find oh that's um yeah one of the grown-up websites has got a page of all their stuff that's vegan uh i can't remember which one it is now <laughs> um hmm. Maybe we'll add it to the notes if um if you remember it but yeah or in the comments section on facebook because it it's like yeah not knowing and but so they're all vegan except for two colors and it's like sienna what, something uh, not in the pack like so you can buy um them individually Just acrylics generally uh acrylics in general mostly are not vegan but this um I can't remember the name, the System 3 um, collection within their brand, everything except for the black and the sienna are vegan. Oh. And so it's like, sometimes it's just color specific that they've only put it in for that color. And um, mm. yeah, so it's like knowing those details as well. It's just, yeah.
crazy so yeah art material not not always vegan <laughs> shoes not always vegan pregnancy products not always vegan okay what else mind-blowing can you share with us uh, well I know you've got books on there which is good which is obviously not necessarily uh, yeah, yeah. not necessarily um, the product but the content that's so quite good books which are aimed at vegan children mm-hmm. which I found when I started researching it there's loads and loads <laughs> so then I had to try and sort of refine the list and put the better ones higher up um and I also tried to think about toys which are for example not uh, a little zoo or a farm of fences mm. things like that but ones that show them in their natural habitat um, yeah sticker books i try to just include ones which seem to be in a natural habitat as well yeah that's so hard as well isn't it like we have a a barn uh, a play barn that a relative bought for my daughter and it's just like so this is the sanctuary like you know and it's open and they're free to come and go but it's so hard like it comes with fences and and like children like to contain things don't they and they often put like a fence yeah. around the animal and you're like are they free to leave <laughs> but it's just like uh yeah such a challenge also i find um avoiding violence quite a challenge violence towards humans mm. um one thing i might like to look at in the future is films that don't have bits of violence in them for no apparent reason yeah sometimes, it seems sometimes they, it's like okay comical. And not, yeah and it's like also in books actually there might just be a sword that's not really needed or a pirate or something yeah so uh, is this what you do for a living or is this just a passion <laughs> like, you're like in the future i'm just going to research films it's, a hobby. it's like, it's like do, well, how I do you have the time or the in like i haven't really done anything for six months because my child stopped napping um, but there was there was a period of time when i was pregnant um I, I was working in adult education and all my courses were cancelled so I started doing this and then for a while my husband was always working in the evening so I had a bit of time there and my child was still napping but now my husband's around so I'd rather sit on the sofa with him yeah. and my child doesn't nap anymore so I don't really do much now no but, but the list but, uh, is there is you put all the effort in already haven't you but yeah yeah it's amazing and it's like I hadn't even heard of it until you joined uh, conversations with vegan parents and you shared it I was just like this is exactly what's needed and I think even um someone shared like trying to create something basically like this for parents and then you were like uh I have one already and it's like whoa like let's not repeat this that is like we, we we've got this here and I think it doesn't get signposted enough I think it's um needs to we need to share it more that's why I thought it would be great for you to come on here so more parents can hear about it and benefit from it and then then you're saying if you're near London you've got like activities or if you're going on a day trip to London or a holiday to London you've got parks and um other um activities you can do with children that's such a great resource and then there's also vegan holiday places around the country Yes. Children. So if, if you want to go on holiday, because that's also annoying, isn't it? Like going places and then not knowing what food's available or even just like, I think there was, I did a research 
it might have been on happy cow and they've got the um a link to um, that's great vegan places that there was like up near hull somewhere not quite there but quite far north um a and b that was like fully vegan and it's just like i didn't know these it just makes your life i've not been <laughs> but but when looking and you can see that it just means you don't have to worry when you're there are they going to have a decent breakfast for you or do you need to find a shop nearby um but this is another thing like the books i realized there's quite a lot of them once yeah. i started looking yeah we, we did they, <laughs> again like i guess like if you don't know the place to look where they're advertised you don't know like if yeah. you just look on airbnb they're not there going vegan we're vegan come here um yeah. but yeah to see them and yeah because often that's a challenge like if you go to premier inn or somewhere or you know and they've got the pub next door that's got the breakfast on it and you go and you're like well yeah you can pay the 10 pounds for it but you're only going to have like the beans if you're lucky and then tomato yeah. mushroom again if you, it's not cooked in butter that talk about it in advance every time yeah it's yeah. just and then yeah and then they haven't remembered or something and then um mm. I went to a restaurant the other day and I'd previously emailed them about it saying I can't see anything on your menu but can you do your vegetarian products vegan it was a um, Thai restaurant and they said yeah we cook everything fresh in the kitchen that's great and um, we can do it six months later I actually go there and they say oh no uh, sorry we can't do anything today because we're really busy and we've got a wedding in a party so we can't <laughs> adapt anything so I was just sat there and had rice and tempura vegetables and it's like thanks very much I said I even contacted you beforehand to check it was okay and mm. um yeah and they just couldn't accommodate that day it, it just wasn't a priority for them they were like mm, we've got enough custom mm. we don't need you to complicate our life um, anything else from the website the uh, or Oh, there's um, an online course about how to potty train your baby. Oh, brilliant. I made over Christmas. Um, I, my friend told me that it was possible to potty train babies. So, are you having a baby? Oh, this uh, is yes. So it's this elimination <laughs> communication. This is just yeah, kind yeah. of awesome. So it's just about listening to their cues. And so... Um, yeah, there, there's a page on the website with some writing about it and some videos. But then you can pay to get a few more videos or well, quite a lot more and so that's a course that you've created uh, yeah amazing yes. and so then uh, out of a personal interest is this what you've done with your child and at what age did you yes. feel confident uh, to be nappy free uh, hmm. i started when they were nine weeks mm. um, i just felt a bit more mobile by that point yeah and they were in disposables like biodegradable ones and then um i switched to to these kind of pants things that but they're like they're a washable nappy but they're like pants so you can pull them up and down oh, okay yeah. that was really good because they they were always trying to crawl away every time i changed them i think they i don't know maybe eight months when i got those but I could have done it earlier, I think. And then I just kept them in those until they grew out of them. 
which was about a year ago, maybe when they were two. And some a neighbor gave me some pants. Um, yeah, it, it was more just because we were given pants, I think, yeah. than the big decision. Yeah. And I find it it goes up and down. Like sometimes I think we finished and then we have a phase where it doesn't go so well again. Because mm, it's a lot of it as well. It's like it's um because we explored it a little bit with Lana and um mm. I was just too overwhelmed with the new parent thing and and oh, I guess yeah, like I used right. to put her on the potty at six months and um she'd sit there reading a book and go to the potty but then I didn't do anything other than just um regularly putting her on the potty um but like having the pants would be so much easier wouldn't it that I, yeah, they really help <laughs> but it's, it's, it's much more about just us being in tune with the child rather than the child like um holding the wee and I don't know because they do communicate they do say like I need a wee I'm going and it's and it's crazy how in society that we train them to go in nappies because like whenever you have a newborn baby and you take their nappy off they wee because they're free and that's what you know what they used to oh, and then we, yeah. and we, and we train them to we train them to put the yeah. oh really <laughs> yeah we train them to wee in the nappy to then try and untrain them till we yeah. outside the nappy and it's just like that originally their instincts were to only we when they're free and um and then you get to the age where they're so comfortable weeing in, in on themselves that um it then feels weird to be exposed but um anyway i, I digress but great so other resources for parents as well there um if anyone's looking into elimination communication trying to understand how their baby communicates with them when they need to we awesome i may be um clicking on that <laughs> if i am uh, i'm i'm gonna use reusable nappies this time i didn't last time but i'm not again not setting myself up to only use them so that you've got i've got disposable to start with and then like yeah. gradually so that it doesn't feel so overwhelming and that you're like swamped or becomes too much it helps to do the elimination communication so you have less washing yes yes and like um places to dry them i i, I couldn't imagine where i dry them yeah and if you oh how amazing would it be if you could catch all poops which is not like after six months when they're weaned uh, or weaning and um so they're more solid and they're not so like random that you you get kind of a rhythm that how much cleaner is that for you oh yeah it's so much easier to clean their bum because yeah. when in a nappy it gets all squished yeah. over their bum but <laughs> they did sometimes go in a nappy but oh it's great when they didn't yeah awesome okay any any other sections yeah. uh that's that's all i can remember i think brilliant so yeah definitely people go have a look um, livingwithwarmth.com or I guess if they google vegan family guide it would come up too in the search engine yes Maybe. it should do yep. yes. and do you have a Facebook page or Instagram or anything or is it just those uh, yes look up vegan family guide vegan family guide awesome and uh, yeah thanks for coming on and chatting to us it's such a great resource thank you for helping us navigate a vegan parenthood and, and the products and uh, yeah, I'll speak to you again soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode. 
I hope you have found it helpful in some way. Come join us over on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts, where we can continue this conversation and where I will share any links to any of the websites that have been mentioned in the recordings. If you have any topic ideas for future recordings or you want to join us in any of the recordings, then please do message me. You can message me on Facebook at Conversations with Vegan Parents Podcasts. You can find me on Instagram at Raising Myself or you can find the podcast on Instagram at Convo underscore with underscore vegan underscore parents or you can email me at Conversations with Vegan Parents at gmail.com.